Over the last few decades, women and young girls have been sold many lies about the things that they need to do that will make them feel happy and fulfilled. And I think right now, more than ever before, women are really unhappy. And we have a society that is actively trying to erase women. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. I'm also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington. We are working hard to advance the conservative movement here in this very deep blue state by electing conservative candidates, by educating and empowering citizens to stand up, speak up, and take action to create real change in our state. And if you don't live in the state of Washington, I've got great news. We will be expanding to a national platform, Conservative Ladies of America, later this fall. So stay tuned for more details on that. I hope you had a fabulous Labor Day weekend. It was quite productive here at our house. We got a lot of things done and it was quite relaxing. We followed it up with dinner with the family yesterday, including my parents, and we did our annual s'mores. Typically, we've done those in, you know, a campfire, a bonfire kind of thing, but we did suburban s'mores last night on the grill in my dad's backyard, which was super fun and delicious. So I hope you did something memorable and fun as well. Kids are back to school this week. My only son is moving into his dorm at university. He's going to be a computer science major, and I am super excited for him. Although I must admit, I am a little sad that he's going to be leaving the nest and doing his own thing. I will certainly miss having him around. I will not miss. I don't know if your kids, if you have kids, I'd be curious to know if yours do this, but my teenage kids still bicker and fight like small children and it drives me absolutely nuts. So I will not miss that. I will also not miss him coming down to the kitchen with no shirt on and having to yell at him to go back up and put a shirt on if he wants to be fed. Anyway, that's kind of the latest that's happening in our family this week. It's very exciting, big changes. It's always interesting to change into, to move into a new season, a new chapter of life. And as my youngest children are 16-year-old twins, it is, we're moving into that sort of moving towards the idea of being an empty nest here in just a few years. So it's a very interesting place to be from going to being the mom of, taking the pictures at the front door on the first day of school of the kids getting on the school bus to now going off to college. So interesting change in times. Well, today I want to talk about what our society is doing to women, specifically that I feel that they are actively trying to erase us as women, as a as a woman myself, obviously, and as a mother to three girls, this is something that I feel very strongly about. I think we all should be feeling very strongly about it, men and women alike. Women are obviously a very crucial part of our society. Hello, you didn't get here without us. I watched a video that was uh, circulating on Twitter over the weekend, and this kind of spurred in me kind of these ideas that I want to talk to you about today. I'm going to play this video 
and it is one girl. I don't know if it is the gal that posted on Twitter. I don't know if she is the one in the video. Brittany Martinez is the one who shared it on Twitter and it's a back and forth and it's she is in sort of a 50s look. She's got her apron on and then the other version of her has on a purple wig and she's the 2022 version of herself. The tweet says we got we low-key got scammed and she goes back and forth with the then and the now and what um, what we've replaced um, traditional female values with to our current female values. And I thought about not playing it because it is kind of a visual that you need to see. But I decided to do it because you do need to hear all of the things that she does in the video to kind of make sense of where I'm going today. But I want you to click the link in the show notes so that you can watch the video yourself and share it. And especially if you have daughters, share this with your daughters because it is important for us to show our kids what kind of the traditional roles are, what previous values our society held were, and where they're going with this. Welcome to 2022, where you can do anything a man can do. I am so excited to finally be here. You are going to love it. Feminism has done so much for women. Do tell. No more aprons, first of all. Oh, do we finally have a butler to cook for us? Oh gosh, no. You'll just eat pre-made greasy crap out of a bag on your way to and from work. I suppose that sounds convenient. So I get to work outside the home? Totally. You get to sit in a cubicle all day while you stare at a computer screen chugging coffee. So liberating, right? I suppose. I'm at work all day. Will we finally have a Rosie the Robot maid? <laughs> No, you'll still have to do all the cleaning. That's what your weekends are for, cleaning and laundry. Oh, and errands and yard work. Wait, so I have to work full time plus still manage my home full time? I mean, you want to have it all, right? Okay, but what about my husband? Is he amazing? What? No, you're not married. You live alone with your cat. What? You do date though, a lot. You can just have sex with whoever, whenever you want. That sounds kind of gross actually. Just pick them off of this app. What about pregnancy? Oh, there's this magic pill you take, totally wrecks your hormones, but keeps you from getting pregnant so you can, you know, knock some boots. The pill is magic? Well, it's mostly effective, but don't worry. If by chance you do get pregnant, you can totally just kill the baby by having an abortion. Why would I do that? So you can get back to work, duh. Someone has to fill that cubicle space. Okay, am I at least happy? Uh, I mean, yeah, as long as you don't skip your antidepressant pill. Another magic pill. Gotta cope somehow. I think I'll just stay here. Get to have purple hair. This video is totally on point, and she does such a great job of articulating where we've gone and the lies that we've told women to sort of get them to do what we want to do. And I want to backtrack just a little bit to, you know, when I was in high school and kind of my vision for myself moving forward is that I would have this great career. I'd be a doctor or a lawyer and I would have three kids and I would have a nanny that would take care of all my kids and I would be successful and rich. And of course, I'd have a very handsome husband, which fortunately for me, that has panned out into my reality here a few years ago. In my, my dreaming as a young teenage girl was that I would be 
um, successful because I had a career and someone else would take care of my children and my house. And and I think that's kind of the the dream that we have been selling to young women for for decades now. I mean, I was it's been 30 years since I've been in high school. So that gives you an idea of how long this has been going on. And I think it probably goes back to like the feminist movement of the 60s. And as we see this playing out today, women are not even um, encouraged to have children. That is not something that is a high priority. In fact, what we are seeing in our society right now, especially on the heels of the overturning of Roe, is how important it is to have abortion as, quote, health care. You see the Democrats and the, the radical left selling abortion as women's health care. Well, when they can define women, that is. But abortion is health care. It is reproductive justice for a pregnant person to be able to get an abortion. And I'm sure I don't know the stats and I don't have it in front of me right now, but I'm sure that our abortion rates are higher than ever before because you've got from the abortion pill, you've then got the ability in many parts of the country, including where I live here in Washington, to have an abortion at any stage of pregnancy for any reason. And here in Washington, as well as many other states, anyone can provide an abortion. Well, not anyone. You have to have certain medical degrees, but even like a nurse practitioner can now provide an abortion and there's no liability. So if something were to happen to the patient in that abortion process, she does not have the ability to go back and sue the provider that gave her this procedure and caused the damage. You know, it could be, you know, bleeding or it could be infertility, it could be death. I mean, we have are putting women at great risk with this expansion on abortion. And they're calling it women's rights. Well, that's not a woman's right. I mean, that's not good for a woman. These are things that have a strong potential to damage women, not just from a mental and psychological standpoint, but physically damage them to the point of death. And we've got a huge group of our society selling this as women's health care, caring for women. And it is not something that cares for women. They don't care about the long-term ramifications of these procedures and what it means to kill your child. And it's just such a casual thing. It, it, you know, like she talks about in this video, you know, you can just sleep with whoever you want. You don't need to get married. You can sleep with whoever you want. And then if you happen to get pregnant, you can just have an abortion and kill the baby. That's truly the idea in our society. And trying to sell to young women this idea that sleeping with a lot of men is going to make you happy and it's going to empower you. Nothing could be further from the truth. And I've talked about this before in an episode a couple months ago. I have been there, done that. And it is not fulfilling. It does not make you feel empowered. It actually feels really, really bad. There is nothing greater than having a satisfying and fulfilling sex life with your spouse, someone that you know loves you and cares about you. 
And the idea that we don't, women don't need to have a husband to be happy and fulfilled. Well, I would completely debunk that. And here's the thing. I was a single mom for 10 years and I, my first marriage was a disaster. My former husband was abusive in many different ways. I was completely unhappy. I was depressed. I was sad and I felt trapped and it didn't feel empowering by any stretch of the imagination. I've now been married for about three years and three months to the man of my dreams, and he is an amazing husband, and he's strong, and he's the leader of our family, and I feel, after being single for 10 years, I feel so much more empowered having my husband with me, having him beside me. He makes me feel like I can accomplish anything, like I can do anything. I am stronger because of my marriage and my relationship with my husband than I ever was by myself. And it is a lie to fill young women with the idea that they do not need a man to be happy. Well, I mean, I guess in a sense that's true in the idea, in the sense that you want to receive your happiness, your satisfaction and your fulfillment from within, I'm going to take that to another step further because it was about 2014. So about five years into my single momhood that I became a Christian. And I would say that we are fulfilled when we are in relationship with Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ is at the center, when he is the Lord of our lives, that is where we find our fulfillment. That is where we find our identity. And then take it one step further when you know what your identity is in Christ. You have the ability as a woman to accept a relationship with a man who's also following Christ and is also coming under the lordship of Jesus Christ and knows how to lead his family in a godly way and is looking to Jesus for direction in life and is the kind of husband, a godly husband, a biblical husband. That is game-changing, life-changing. And I can say from my own personal experience that nothing has made me feel stronger and more empowered as a woman than being in a Christian biblical marriage with a man who I know loves me and will protect me. And it makes me sad to see how women are buying these lies that being promiscuous, having abortions, it doesn't matter. It will make you happy. Chase your dreams. What are your dreams? You know, is it to work full time and live by yourself with your cats? I don't think that's rewarding. And part of what we see our society doing for working women, you are seeing corporations and businesses all over the country who are telling their employees they will provide financial resources for these employees to go get an abortion. They aren't providing this for women who want to get uh, fertility treatments or do adoptions. 
they want to do this for women to have abortions because then they can come back quickly. Women who don't have kids, they don't have those encumbrances. They don't have to worry about that employee going to back to school night or a parent teacher conference or a baseball game after school or taking her daughter to dance practice or anything like that. If you don't have to worry about kids, you have a much more dedicated employee. So you can see from a business standpoint why businesses and corporations would want this for their female employees. And we tell the truth here on the Women's Planning Podcast. Only women have babies. Women get pregnant. So we don't do this birthing person stuff. Women have babies. We're also seeing in this gender affirming care that they want to mutilate our girls. I saw an image on Facebook last week of a doctor in Miami, Miami, Florida, you know, red states. This doesn't happen in red states. Oh, friends, it does. This doctor was in Miami, a surgeon, and she posted a couple of pictures. One is of her with the patient, a girl who looks to be, I would say, about 12. She might be 13 or 14, but she's very young and she's got on a pair of shorts and a button down shirt that's open and her breasts have just been cut off. She's got these huge scars on both sides of her chest and she's smiling. In one picture, she's standing with her mom and it looks like a younger brother. And the younger brother is like, looks terrified and is clenching this little stuffed animal. Like, don't touch me with your scalpel, lady. And then in the next picture, you have the surgeon and the patient. Um, Again, you can see her scars where they have cut off her breasts. And this surgeon has on, it's on Uh, Facebook and Instagram. I will post the link so you can go check it out for yourself. She's got these huge social media accounts, a TikTok account where she talks about these, quote, gender affirming surgeries, also known as child mutilation. And she talks about the different surgeries that she does. She talks about her patients. She talks about puberty blockers and, and basically giving advice on social media to these young kids. If you have children on social media, you need to be watching what they're doing and you need to be talking to your kids daily. I highly recommend that you go into Instagram or TikTok. I personally don't have TikTok, but I've been searching around in Instagram. If you look through the hashtags top surgery, it will break your heart. But you need to know what these kids are seeing and what's being targeted to our young children. And then you either need to take the social media away, which I know is difficult after the fact, or you need to have some real heart-to-heart conversations with your children so they understand why this is wrong and why it's just a trendy culture where they're trying, they're really trying to induct, it's kind of a cult where they're trying to draw our kids into these cults. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, this is very evil. This mutilation of children is very evil. But we're seeing this erasure of women down to our young girls where we are telling them as soon as they start budding breasts that we will cut them off and they don't have to be a girl and you don't have to deal with these things. And oh, is that uterus? Is that period? Is that causing you a problem? We'll just take it out. This doesn't end until we stand up and stop it. And currently there are not enough people who are standing up against this. I'm talking about Going to the schools that are doing this to your kids, going to the school board meetings, grabbing some friends and 
going to the school board meetings and standing up and saying, this is not acceptable. We will not tolerate this in our community. And trust me, it's not going to take one school board meeting and the school board's not going to bend over and say, oh, you're right. We're sorry. We were so wrong. We'll stop. We have got to be on this and in this for the long haul. I don't know where the bottom is, but I don't think we're even close. And so if we don't get on this now and start standing up for these young girls, they will do it without parents' knowledge. Your kid will lose her breasts, will have her uterus taken out, and you won't have a clue. So it's time for parents to wake up and watch everything that is going on. Where else are we seeing them erasing women? Well, you just have to identify as a woman to go in the woman's room. I have a friend here who in the Seattle area, she and her husband took their family to Red Robin and she has, um, she's got several kids, five, seven, I forget how many she has right now, but her young daughters went to the bathroom and of course she went with them because this is Seattle and you don't let your young daughter go to the bathroom by yourself. And sure enough, there was a man dressed up like a woman using the woman's bathroom. Why do men dressed up as women need to go in the women's bathroom? That is grooming behavior and it is not acceptable. How we got here is because people like us, myself included, we didn't, we weren't watching for a lot of this. They've just been inch by inch by inch, but we're at the point where they don't need women. They don't want women. They want women to become men. And women aren't special enough that, you know, anybody can be a woman. If you have not seen Matt Walsh's documentary on Daily Wire, What is a Woman? Please go watch it. Go share it. If you aren't a Daily Wire subscriber, it is well worth the, I think it's 10 bucks a month to subscribe and it is well worth it. And it's a great company to support who's putting out really good conservative content or sane content. I don't even like saying conservative anymore because it's just sane content, not crazy. Uh, So encourage you to go support them. But we need to look at everything that's going on. And when you add it all together, the abortion, the men and women's locker rooms, these drag queens events, we've got men can play women's sports now. And when they play women's sports, then of course they win, right? Because they've got uh, so much more uh, strength and uh, lung capacity and their bone structure is bigger. They are just naturally at an advantage over a woman. When they're competing against women, they will win. And so you have these men who can't compete with men. And so they decide to come over and be a woman and start competing as women. And we're seeing this huge movement to erase women, to minimize women. And so what can we do about this? Well, the best thing that we can do is we can be strong women. We can embrace womanhood. We can embrace being ladylike. That's one of the things I love about this conservative ladies of Washington and that, you know, God like just put me on this path. I didn't set out to create this. But as we move into this women's erasure movement, I see such a need for women and girls to embrace the idea of being a lady. Being a lady is special. I feel like being a lady is classy and sophisticated sometimes and respectful and confident and all of these things that make us special. Doesn't mean you have to wear, you know, high heels and makeup and paint your nails. Being a lady is holding yourself in a way that you respect and you love yourself and you know that you are uniquely created 
by a God who loves you. And if we can communicate this to our young girls, to our daughters, to our female students, we can change the trajectory. Light always wins. I said that on Friday and I want to say it again. When people have the choice of light or dark, they will gravitate towards the light. And so we need to be that for these girls and these young women. We need to be the light. We need to show them what is great about being a woman because there is a being a woman is amazing. I would never want to be a man. No offense, guys, because men are awesome. But I love being a woman and I love all of that involved. I love that I've had the opportunity to experience pregnancy and childbirth and motherhood. I love that I've had the ability to have a career and have a business and explore my creative, passionate interests. And all women should be empowered to do those things. And we should also teach them how to respect themselves. And part of that is knowing who you are in Christ, which means that God doesn't make mistakes, and that includes pregnancy. So all of that to say, I am here. I am in the fight. Women are not going to be erased, not on my watch. And I hope if you are a woman, if you are a man who loves women, that you will join me in this fight because fathers, men, strong male role models for our women will help us teach our young ladies what is so important about women and our role as women in this society. And we can't let the other side destroy us or erase us. So I'm going to leave it there for today. I look forward to chatting with you again tomorrow. In the meantime, if you have a comment, if you have a suggestion for an episode topic that you'd like me to do, I would love to hear from you. All of my contact information is in the notes and I'll see you again next time.